0: Happy Overreaction Monday to all who celebrate, which should be all of you. Welcome on in the BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth here with you from 9 to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. Listen to the show on the Odyssey app, watch the show on twitch.tv slash BetQL on YouTube, and follow us on X at BetQL Daily. Hey, joining us on the show today, Odyssey NFL insider and co-host of BetMGM Game Day, Jason Lockenfora, will recap an incredible Sunday in the NFL, and that's where we will begin. The Buffalo Bills will have to settle for only scoring 48 points on the Miami Dolphins. Still, though, they absolutely clobbered Miami 48-20, to fresh off of the Dolphins scoring 70 on the Broncos. Aaron, it was one of those things where we talked about last week. Okay, how much of this is Miami's offense being historic, and how much of it was Denver being really, really bad? Well, maybe we shouldn't have been so nice with our evaluations last week because, my goodness, Miami faced a real pass rush, couldn't do nearly as much, and... Denver, eh, they also struggled with a pretty bad football team, but we'll get to that in a bit. But first though, Aaron, let's talk about Miami and let's talk about how dominant Buffalo was in that game.
1: Yeah, I was surprised. Uh, I was just on crosstalk with the Daily Tip and they were asking me what stood out. And it's the Bills. They look dominant. And I was surprised by the Dolphins. If you would have told me what that final score was, I probably wouldn't have believed you. And the Bills are like, ha ha ha, we saw what you did the week before. We are not going to allow that to happen. They were physical. The defense looked really good. And Like I said, I was very surprised, Joe, by that one. That is one (laughs) game that definitely stood out to me.
2: That was my favorite play of the week. I loved Buffalo at two and a half, even at three. I, I talked them up all week. They, they heard everything all week about how the dolphins are the greatest offense of all time. Can't believe they had 700 yards. Can't believe they had 70 points. Let me tell you, I watched the entire Broncos defense yesterday. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. I understand how they got 70 points. They are just horrendous, but Bill's man. They're a train, and I didn't think they were giving it enough credit. People wanted to look at their last two games since the season open and say, oh, but it's Vegas, but it's Washington. Well, now they've smashed teams in three straight games. Now Josh Allen is your favorite for the MVP. Like, people are jumping back on board. I, I thought it was a fluky set of circumstances that people were still holding against them from that Jets game when they did end up losing to Zach Wilson. Like, that happened. That's on record but a lot of crazy things happened in that one, including the three interceptions from Josh Allen. The guy starts the season with three picks, and after game number four, he's now your favorite for the MVP. 123 to 33 the last three games. They've outscored their opponents by 90 points in the last three games. You know, I don't even care who the opponent was at this point because it's just been domination by them. Diggs was awesome, too. He only had six mm-hmm. targets. He caught all of them, and he scored three touchdowns for 120 <laughs> yards. Now yep. there's reason to be concerned. You lose Poyer going into the game. That's why DeMar Hamlin makes his debut this season. Huge story. He's a huge favorite, once again, for comeback. Trey White, it doesn't look good. Mm. So we got multiple mm. key components in the secondary going down for right now. We've heard this in the I mean, this has happened to the bills in the past, but uh, it's going to be tough to recover. Good news for them. looks like Von Miller is going to start practicing this week too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what, what a nice little supplement to add to an already stout defense. Oh yeah. By the way, we have Von Miller coming in. Yeah. No big <laughs> deal. Uh, we got to talk about Josh Allen here because you mentioned he's now the favorite for MVP and rightfully so after a performance like that, first off, Joe big, quick trivia question. Uh, how many teams uh, since the season expanded to 16 games, what has, uh, how many have gone unbeaten in the regular season? How often yeah, does nobody. that happen? Yeah. It's not uh, I mean, the Patriots did it during the regular season once. Yeah. and didn't go yeah. all the way to the end so one time during a regular season this ever happened now it's 17 games so whatever happened in week one like let's let's cut some teams some slack and there will be other teams where we need to cut some slack as far as like one bad outing but everything else being super dominant we'll get to that later but let's talk about Josh allen and this incredible run he's on that game yesterday may have been the best game of his entire career and it's mm-hmm. already a good one but it might be the best game he has performed. You look at EPA per drop back, number one in his career. Success rate, 69%, second best. Completion percentage over expected of 14.2%. That's number one. And Joe, it's not just that the receivers were especially open. It wasn't that he was facing a bad defense. This is a pretty good defense with a lot of speed. Yeah, you can figure out where to pick and choose as far as uh, you know, picking on certain defensive backs. That matters. But this defense isn't terrible at all. And the fact that he was just at his best on the run with play action, it didn't matter. All of the wrinkles worked. Stefan Diggs broke tackles, certainly helped the cause. When you have all of these things clicking all at the same time with the addition of a stout running game, which Josh Allen hasn't always had, then you are witnessing something special. And that's what Josh Allen gave the nfl yesterday and it's something that if he is able to keep this up nobody's stopping him for winning mvp and nobody's stopping the bills for winning the super bowl
2: five total touchdowns a perfect passer rating in that game for josh allen throw all that in the wash that's why he's the favorite now and what what happened he jumps tua look on the other side tua no longer the favorite for mvp tyreek no longer the favorite for offensive player of the year Mike McDaniel, no longer the favorite for Coach of the Year, all because of this one game. And you could put it all on Josh Allen. I could point to him for all of this. The one other thing that's impressive to me in the first month for the Buffalo Bills is they are winning in different ways. It is not only going to be on Josh Allen. That's what we've seen. Now, yesterday was, you give the credit to Josh Allen, sure but they were leaning on the run game and some of that due to game script over the last couple of days. You know, the couple of games. They could have leaned on the run game a little bit more when they're up by four or five scores yesterday, but they didn't. So I don't know that we should say that it's just game script. They can win in multiple ways because they have so much talent on that side of the ball. And I've, I've also – got to be impressed with the defense, right? I mean, just as impressive as Josh Allen was – Th- this unbelievable defense oh offense in the Dolphins and how they've started and setting all sorts of records. Like they held them to 20 points. They scored their first couple of drives. And then after that, they did nothing the rest of the game.
1: Very impressive, especially like they controlled the game in all three phases, the Bills did. And to be able to limit Tua and the Dolphins the way they did was super impressive. And I remember. I believe it was Tuesday of last week. We were like, is this the time to buy in on the bills? Is this when we're getting value? And Joe pointed it out like everything has changed now. After that one game, we told you <laughs> this was going to happen last week.
0: I love it. <laughs> the value good, is gone. Man. It's dissipated. It's evaporated. It's gone. Vamoose disappeared. Nada. And this is what happens when you wait a week. When you have a big opportunity against a good football team, you dominate them like the Bills did, all that value is going to go away. So definitely a good point there. Let's move on now. And Joe, I am more than grateful that I didn't wake up extra, extra early here in Los Angeles to watch the London game betwixt the Jaguars and the Falcons. We have found new and creative ways to talk about how bad Desmond Ritter is. But I've got one more for you. One more perspective to prove just how bad the Falcons play is at the quarterback position. Bijan Robinson faced stacked boxes on six of his rushes and he averaged 8.7 yards per carry. That means at least eight defenders were in the box and Robinson had 8.7 yards per carry at last check. B. John Robinson is second in yards per carry against stack boxes this season with 6.3 mm-hmm. yards per carry trailing Isaiah Pacheco, who which you saw on Sunday night football is an absolute speedster really, really fast when he gets into open spaces. But B. John Robinson is second in this stat. The Falcons have this gift. They have this talent where it doesn't matter what a defense does in terms of trying to stop the run Almost always, Bijan Robinson is able to get through. The Falcons have this gift, and it hasn't mattered because Desmond Ritter has been this bad. Joe
2: Heineke time?
0: Maybe so. I think so. I think so. it, I think it we're might there. be.
2: Yeah, yeah. Bijan was awesome. Number one rushing yards above expectation. No surprise after after all the stats that you went over. Oh God, he's so bad. I mean, three turnovers in that game. That was the difference in that one. I had it on. Was I really watching? Kind of. I was just doing BetMGM game day with Jason Lockaffor, we'll talk uh, to later on in the show. But I mean, it's every game. This is the story. Ritter stinks. <laughs> I can't believe they improved that defense, they improved that roster. They have high expectations down here in the division, and they walked into the season with all their eggs in the Ritter basket. What have you seen, people? And he starts every game poorly. He has not covered a point spread in a game that he started in the first half. He always starts out in this fashion, and he can't play from behind. He can't. I'll tell you, I, uh, I don't even think Jacksonville was that good, to be quite honest. It was just mm-hmm. you were going against Ritter not. on the other side.
1: I agree with you. The Jags did not look impressive, and Arthur Smith has to figure out how to get this offense going. Imagine if they didn't have Bijan. How bad would they be? I'm all for it being Heineke season. Obviously got to uh, see him quite a bit here in Washington, and I think it's time. You got to do something. This is not working with Desmond Ritter four weeks into the season.
0: Yep. Like how much longer of a leash can you give him, knowing full well that you've been with him this whole time, you've had a full yeah. off season with him, et cetera, et cetera? Nothing is working out so far. And the Falcons mm-hmm. are very much in contention in that division. As we will go through the other games, they're very much in this thing. <laughs> (laughs) So something needs to happen, and having a little bit of veteran leadership, Aaron, which you've witnessed before, I think that's going to go a long way. So let's move on now to the Titans and the Bengals. And one storyline could very well be (laughs) Mike Vrabel being the only coach in the last 20 years with a winning record as an underdog, and he strikes again in dominant fashion. Uh, That's one way to look at it. But maybe a more accurate, uh, more apt way, as far as futures are concerned, is to continue to worry about the calf of Joe Burrow joe
2: yeah uh the variable thing is so impressive because it's a 47 game sample size like that's what makes <laughs> you go jesus this is insane it's insane they're awful last week they're great this week king henry's back after we all declared his career over but yeah i mean burrow I w- this was the spot Week four of the season, it was how long go in camp when he, he has the hobbled calf and it's not getting better. The, how you attack the Titans defense is through the air. That's what you do because you can't run on them. And you have all these weapons on the outside. You hear Jamar Chase getting frustrated after the game as well. Ooh. They were doubled up in offense by the Tennessee Titans. That's how bad it is. When you look at every... Offensive category, go to the very bottom, and you're going to find Burrow, and you're going to find this Bengals offense. It's mind-blowing. So y- you've got to think at Cincinnati they're saying, okay, come on now. Why don't we just get him right? But now you're sitting here, you try to push him through this, and you're sitting with a 1-3 record on the season in that division. Good luck. Good luck chasing down the Ravens. Good luck to you. I don't I don't know what the right thing to do is because they obviously believe that Burrow at whatever percent he is is better than another option. I just QBR of 14, 165 <laughs> passing yards against one of the worst pass defenses in the NFL. Doesn't strike me as a great option.
1: Yeah, the Bengals are broken. They can't they can't keep doing this, similar to the Desmond Ritter thing. It's just not working. And Jake Browning, maybe that's why they're not going to him. They should've here's another example. They should have done more to have an insurance policy when it comes to the backup quarterback position, especially since Joe Burrow has had injuries throughout his career. It's unfortunate, you know, they've got all the talent, and now Jamar Chase sounds like he wants out. <laughs> He, he is so <laughs> frustrated. He's apologizing for swearing. He says he's always open. Like, this is getting bad now. The drama is starting in Cincinnati. Maybe it's been there. We just haven't really known about it as much. But, yeah, this is not working out.
0: Everything is just so centered around Joe Burrow that if anything goes wrong with him, this offense isn't creative enough. Like it's not a Shanahan offense or something where they can do all sorts of random things and make it work. Burrow averaged 4.1 air yards per throw. And if you're only completing two-thirds of such passes, you're not going to be effective. Titans cannot defend the pass. Well, Joe, you mentioned that. They played a lot of cover one, though, similar to how the Browns made Burrow ineffective in the season opener. So now there is enough variety of these defenses to where they know what to do against him to make him ineffective. Vrabel knows what he's doing. It's paid off. Meanwhile, Burrow, this calf injury could linger for weeks. This isn't going to be resolved anytime soon bad deal for the Bengals. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, how much should we discount the Eagles going forward after needing overtime to dispatch the commanders? That's right here on the BetQL Network.